This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's a Wednesday. We're in the smack dab middle of the week. We've seen week five action come to completion. Week six is right around the corner with an epic Thursday night football game this week. You know what's playing? It's no. your, it's 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 on it. It really might be the best game of the year. It's not Buffalo. It's not Buffalo, Kansas City. Better. The Bears versus the Commanders. Oh, I knew that. I did oh, know did that. you? Yeah, because well, we were talking about this last week about how bad the upcoming Thursday night football schedule is. What do you mean bad? <laughs> Since we're right around the corner from week six starting, that means it's time for one thing and one thing only. Week six power rankings. <laughs> As always, we like to start with our teams that just didn't quite make the cut, or it's more technically favorite. termed the JDQMTC. You waffle back and forth. Sometimes you have three. Sometimes I got, you have I'm five. Back on three. What do you have? Fifteen this time? No, you I had the whole four league? last week. Excuse me, I had four. I'm back to my normal three. All right, what are your three? Okay, first, I'll go in ascending order. So, right, so this is 11. No, 12. sorry, I'm going ascending. So this is 14 through okay. 11. So your last team's the one that's right on the outside. So I got the team now leading uh, the AFC South, and as we predicted, our, our division winner, the Tennessee Titans, at number 14. I have the L.A. Chargers at 13 because Brandon Staley is an idiot. <laughs> and number 11, you're going to have a lot of – Sorry, four, 12. Yeah, 13, 12, 11, not 14 through 11. Huh? Yeah, 13, 12, 11, not 14. You got to dig yourself out of this hole. Okay. That you've spun yourself you're into. not going to you're not going to enjoy who I have. You're not going to like it cuz you think I'm disrespecting them. But I have the Giants so and my JDQMDC. So disrespectful. <laughs> They're 4 and 1. I know they are. But I, I got them now on my JDQMDC for the first time. They win again. You don't even have them as your number 11 team either. No, they are. So who's 12? It goes Tennessee 13, Chargers at 12, Giants oh, so at 11. so you're back to three teams now. I, Jesus, Jacob. I did. I, I mean, had three teams. All right, my five teams, and I'm going to go from 11 to 15 here. Okay. Titans, right on the outside okay. looking in. Bengals at number 12. Oh! Or, yeah, at number 12. Packers at number 13. Whoa! You lose to the Giants. I mean, the Jets checking into the okay. JDQ MTC. Okay. And the Dolphins rounded out three and yeah, two. Yeah, I couldn't put they're the gonna Dolphins. They're going to keep falling. Yeah. They're going to just Fall. keep on falling. Falling, falling, falling. Uh, the JTS, Jets, 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 though, huh? You didn't want to show them any love. Uh, Give me another win. I I, I like it. Uh, another, A win over Rogers and the so Packers? Miami fell out of my JDQMTC. Jacksonville fell out yeah, of my JDQMTC. And the Rams fell out of yeah, my JDQMTC. Yeah, same. The Rams just in a free fall. Not they, look, there. they look really bad, the yeah, LA not Rams. There anymore. I'd be worried about them. They, they, in five years, we're going to look back at the Rams and we're going to go, kudos to them for just going all the way in for that, for that one, one year. year. And they won it. So And that was that. But that's all that's going to Their mm-hmm. window's closed, I think, already. I agree. I, I think it was a one-year window for them. All right. Let's start with our top ten. Okay, you first. My number ten team making their debut Whoa. in the power rankings for the season. The New there it York is. Football Giants. So you're really that mad at me? Because I had them 11, you have them at 10. No, I'm not that mad at you. Okay. But I just think they deserve to get a, an official top 10 nod because you're 4-1. Are they the fakest 4-1 team we've seen? We don't know. I'm actually less inclined to believe that yeah, because after you beat the Packers. You beat the Packers. And, and, and you came back effort. against yeah. the Packers. It's easy for teams that are bad to say, 
It's 17 to 3, and it's Aaron Rodgers, and we're in some foreign country right now where they have cold beans for breakfast on a piece of mm. bread that's not even <laughs> toasted. And, I mean, uh, fish and chips everywhere I go. It's easy to quit on that game, but they didn't. They came back. Defense is great. Daniel Jones still isn't that great of a quarterback, so I think they've got problems there. But I think Dable is a bit of a quarterback whisperer, so I think he's going to be able to get the most out of Daniel Jones. I mean, it's no coincidence that Josh Allen exploded with Dable at you know the offensive coordinator spot in Buffalo. Do I think Daniel Jones will play like Josh Allen eventually? No, I do not. But do I think he'll play smarter, have uh, less turnovers maybe, use his legs a little bit more frugally? Yes, because I think Dable's a really good coach, especially when it comes to the quarterbacks. And honestly, he's proving that he's a really good coach overall as well. I mean, yeah, we. I would say right now... He's the best of the rookie coaches? Well, I would say even possibly, is he at the front front pack? Maybe not the front runner, but in the top three for coach of the year right now? He is number two behind Nick Sirianni for the Eagles. For the Eagles, that's a good call. And you know what? You might like McCarthy might... might be third right now oh, because, because the Cowboys of... are really good without Dak Prescott. Like, okay, that NFC East is just yeah, it's they're getting that B back in their name. The NFC Beast Except is almost for, all the way back. Uh, the Washington well, they don't Commanders. have a quarterback. We heard Ron Rivera. right, yeah. <laughs> and he had to redact that statement yeah, because he he hurt Carson Wentz's feelings. Despite the fact that Carson Wentz statistically is playing better than Daniel Jones, they don't have a quarterback. They. Yeah, actually, really quickly, I, I saw this headline on ESPN. Carson who's, Wentz could have won that Titans game. He played really well. Who's more likely to start the season opener for their team next year, Carson Wentz in Washington or Daniel Jones in New York? Well, New York's going to be in an interesting spot here if they keep winning and make the playoffs. And they don't they get They did a not good... pick up their fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. Yeah. So he is a free agent at the end of the season. No one's going to go out and say, oh, we we got to win the Daniel Jones sweepstakes. But if they continue to win— If the Giants make the playoffs, so then you almost have to sign them if you're the Giants. And then also, too, you kind of shoot yourself in the foot by not being in the running for one of the top ten picks Agreed. for a quarterback. And now you're going to be stuck in quarterback purgatory for a mm. long time. I wouldn't say for a long time. But the point is, the man who makes this team go— is Saquon Barkley. Yes, absolutely. And he is all the way back. All the way back. He is back. one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. Again, in the tier with Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. Fair to say? Yes, it's those three. I'd say one, two, it's Chubb one, Saquon two, and, then and Henry, Henry three. But Henry's on. Henry's coming back. That's what I was going to say. He's, like he's, Hen- he's on his way back. Henry was really slow the first couple games of the year, and I think people may have you know not forgotten about him, but he fell off the radar a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think they overreacted Pay to Pay attention his slow to the past start. couple yes. weeks. He's been the king again, mm-hmm. so... But I think Barkley's right in that class. Yeah, I agree. The three of them, for sure. My number 10 team, I'm guessing you have them way higher. I have no idea how your top 10 is going to round out, considering that Green Bay and Cincinnati are both They're out, out. baby. I have no idea who you put in. But for my number 10 team, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. I, I told you, I don't know what you're doing over there, but I got my list right here. I got Minnesota at number 10, 4-1. and one. Not a bad way to start the season. Again, they take care of business. They win on the same week that the Packers lose, so they continue to increase that lead they have on the NFC North. However, Tom, when you beat the Bears, and not only that, and the and and the Kirk Cousins way as well, you're up twenty-one to three, and the final score is twenty-nine to twenty-two. You can't allow that, right? You can't keep things interesting against the Chicago Bears. Unless you can, and you go to 4-1. and one. Yeah, I get that, but you're up 21-3, to three, and then you can't score at all in the third quarter, and you, don't, and you don't score at all in the second half until there's two minutes left. 
I just don't get that. No, they are. There are some concerns when it comes to the Vikings, but they keep finding ways to win games. They do, and that's really all that matters. And someone in this very room thought they would win the NFC North, and that was the you. Started. I think I'm feeling pretty damn good about that prediction. Right that now. was you. Yeah, it's not. I I said because it's not. It always feels good when you're in the race for the division and you win, and the team you're going up against loses. My number nine team. Yeah, team that was in your JDQ MTC. Oh. I got the L.A. Chargers. I got the Chargers jumping back into my top ten. I can see that. It's just Brandon Saley is a problem. He is a problem. They're going to win despite him a lot this year. I think that there's an actual vibe in that locker room, too, where he's going for it so much on these fourth downs, deep in his own territory, being too aggressive. Mm -hmm. I think his his team is starting to, I don't want to say turn on him a little bit, but... Well, we saw Keenan Allen turn on him from his couch. They're not jiving with these decisions anymore. Like, like, I think all players love a coach that's aggressive, right? In the right moments. Like, when their offense is rolling and you're at, like, the opponent's 45, and on a third and two... The timing just doesn't work out, and the ball falls incomplete. You guys, are, they're they're moving that ball down the field. They're chomping at the bit. But when you're stuck in the other team's territory, and the situation demands you to punt this ball away and have your defense try to ice the game for you, mm-hmm. and you go for it, and you don't get it, no, you and then the it. Browns make a massive mistake. Jacoby Brissett makes a massive mistake to lose that. Like mm-hmm. You didn't win that game now. The Browns lost, lost it, it. Yeah. so he got lucky there. I don't think there's, I don't, I don't think that's far fetched for me to say, right? Like he got lucky there that the Browns blew it because he gave it to them on a silver platter. You're gonna lose your team when you do that because even though yes. they won, I guarantee you Herbert, I guarantee you Eckler, I guarantee you Williams, Keenan Allen from his couch, the defensive guys, the Bosa's, they're all gonna sit there and they're gonna be like. We won that game, but like, mm-hmm. why? Why did he do that? And especially if you're on defense, if I'm both, I'm like, dude, punt the ball away. We'll stop. Right, him. we'll stop, we'll stop him. him. Easily, like, it's, yeah. The guy just threw Brissett, just threw an interception on the goal line when they could have gone just, up. He could have moonwalked exactly. into the end zone for they could have just touchdown. gone up. And he threw the interception, and you decide on that following drive to go for it on fourth down, give him back the ball in positive territory. But the thing is, like. He's so bad that he's going to end up costing them. They're one of the best teams in football. I'm still convinced of that. Herbert's a stud. Eckler starting to find his rhythm in this season. Yeah. He had four touchdowns against the Browns. I think three. But like 170 yeah, yards on the ground in that it. game. Once they get Keenan Allen back, that offense is going to move, man. Defensively, mm-hmm. some problems. They could not stop the run against Cleveland. <laughs> That's a good team. Who could stop yeah, the run right. against Cleveland? Nick Chubb's going to go bananas against everybody. But Brandon Staley is a defensive guy. And the defense is the thing that's been letting them down the past couple years. And his coaching decisions have been letting him down in the past couple years. We mm-hmm. all remember the game against the Raiders when it ended. And right. Max Crosby, I think it was, or, or one of the Raiders is out in the field with Austin Eckler. And he's like, yo, we were playing for the tie until your coach called that timeout. Uh-huh. It changed everything that we were going for. And Eckler's literally jaw dropped like, you're kidding me, right? Like, what did he, 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 like everyone like was able to lip read. Do you remember that? I moment? don't remember exactly what he said, but it was just utter shock on his face when he, the Raider guy couldn't wait to tell him. He was like, bro, we were going to tie. And then your coach and calls that timeout both, and we're we sitting on the sidelines like, well, screw this. We Let's go for the win then. We could have both gone into the yeah, playoffs. And the Steelers, you're out of here. Yeah. But 
he's just not he doesn't manage the games well and i think he trusts the analytics book a little too much yeah i think a lot of people have been pointing that out saying the analytics is good for the league to a degree and Brandon Saley is relying on it way too heavily. I heard Stu Gott say this on Levitard show the other day. You know, guys have these analytics departments now, and they have these mm-hmm. analytics guys that tell them, like, uh, real time from the booth, like, Coach, mm-hmm. if you go for it here, you increase your win percentage by X amount. They need a gut guy. Yeah. They need a guy who just has a gut. It's just like, <laughs> hey, I don't anal- analytics guy's calling in from the booth saying, we increase our percentage by 12% if we go for it here, and gut guy's just like, punt this thing away. Yeah. Defense has been shutting them down the past couple drives. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut. You have to take the temperature of the game and realize that maybe, despite the fact that the book says this is the way to go, numbers-wise, mm-hmm. just the vibe of the game I'm getting, I'm punting this ball. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, but again, I, that's why I had them out, out on my JDQMTC. Sorry, out of my top 10. And in my JDQMTC, not on my top 10. My number nine team, I'm going back-to-back NFC North teams here, but a, a team that you left out of your top 10, I got the Green the Bay Detroit Packers. Line. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the Chicago Bears. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers at number nine. Bad loss, right? You're up, what, 17-3 to three yeah, at one point? You can't blow that, yeah. Can't blow that lead. I don't care if you're in London. I don't care if it's a Thursday night game. You can't blow that lead, especially if you're Aaron Rodgers going up against Daniel Jones. I have them a wow. Maybe I shouldn't have. I have Green Bay above Minnesota, but maybe it's just the Aaron Rodgers factor. That's weird that you. Yeah, that. and maybe it's just the Aaron Rodgers factor, especially when they beat Green Bay. Yeah, and... you're right. You're right. And now they're what three you're, and two. You're the AP poll voter that everybody hates because they always put Florida ahead of like Tennessee, even though Tennessee just beat them. You know sure. what I mean? Like it's it's the Aaron Rodgers factor. If if it's Aaron Rodgers and, and Kirk Cousins in the playoffs, that Captain being... Kirk, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe it was a it was a bad call on my part putting the the, That's the okay. Packers above the the Vikings. But stick here, to but, your guns, huh? Stick to your guns. They're number nine for sure. Number eight. Uh huh. Sticking on the West Coast. Sticking okay. in the lovely state of California. San Francisco 49ers. Okay. You got them a little higher. I got a little, little bit higher. Little bit yeah. higher. Little bit They're higher. just kind of treading water right now. But I don't think it's their own fault. They haven't really played. And I mean, they did beat the Rams last week, but like. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Rams are that good, honestly. No, I guess not. Kind of think the Niners are going to run away with this division now. Yeah, I, it depends on if Nick Bosa can stay healthy. And it he depends came out on that if, game if Geno Smith continues to be the next coming of Warren Moon. Right. If he continues to play this great, then it may be a little interesting. But they still keep losing, even though he's Yeah, right. Well. They yeah. still lose. Their defense is terrible. Uh, but the Nick Bosa thing is a huge factor. It's a huge factor. They're so good around Nick Bosa, though, that they and can right. survive some games. It doesn't game. matter. It's not like T.J. Watt, right? Where and their defense playing, falls apart without Yeah, him. and they were playing Carolina, too. That's the so thing. That was an like, easy win for them easy as well. Easy win for them. Who do they got coming up this week? So, ho, ho, ho. Uh, they're at the Falcons this week. So they're right, so they're going to they're gonna destroy them. Then they've got the Chiefs. That's, so so that'll, you be, hope, that'll be a fun game. You better hope that you get Nick Bosa back for that game. You get the Rams again, which you should beat. You get the Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm home. done with the Rams, I think. Like, yeah, I really I think, think the Niners think are going to run away with the division now. I kind of do, too. I kind of do, too. Sorry. Number eight? Uh, number eight for me, I have uh, you went out west. So let's take it back east. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number seven, number seven is the Tampa you. Bay Buccaneers. Okay, there you go. I can't say that my number 17 was the Niners. I have them uh. a little bit higher. But let's let's stick with the Bucs here. Uh I mean, we they were just out. Ha- they were in my JDQMTC last week. They fell out of the top ten a little bit. That was kind of weird. I had them last week at number eight, so they kind of stay they stay neutral for me this week. 
I think that's perfectly that's a perfect description of who they are. They don't do too much to really fall too down, but they don't do enough either to, to really move up. up. Yeah, but they're still in your top ten, right? They're still that good of enough that good enough of a team. The defense as a whole. Brady playing out of his mind, maybe not like throwing up Josh Allen numbers, but the guy is still as efficient as he ever was at age no 44. Question. So it's a good team. Do they win again this weekend? Probably against the Steelers. <laughs> so that's another win for them. And again, you want to talk about the Niners running away with their division. Yeah, no one's going to challenge no. them there. Uh, no, in the and South. they got the Panthers after the Steelers too. So so your number 17 was the Bucks. My number 17, I, ooh, I almost looked at last week's and you would have gotten mad at me. Uh, but number seven for me, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. So talk about good wins, good losses, bad wins, bad losses. Good loss for the Bengals, right? I don't think you there's go such in, a thing in, when you're a contender, but You okay. go into Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. But you go into Baltimore, your offense doesn't click as well as you would had hoped, right? Joe, Only, Joe Burrow did the thing, though, again, right? Under yeah. two minutes in the game, and I give my team the lead. And I'm just going to sneak that ball in for the end zone and go up. He always has you up late in games. It seems to be that that's his M.O. Mm-hmm. Defense couldn't stop the world's but greatest kicker from getting a good into job. range. They got to Lamar. They forced the interception. Lamar didn't have his best game of his of, of the season No, either. Justin Tucker won them the game. Yeah. He'll do that once or twice a year for the Ravens. He'll just He'll win a game like on his foot. He'll do that three or four yeah. or five times per year for the Ravens. And good for John Harbaugh to not finally say... Well, hey, why don't we just go for the touchdown? You know, <laughs> let's not put it in Justin Tucker's hands. I get I, he foot. was kind of sorry at foot. I guess he was kind of forced because there was only three seconds left. You couldn't trust Lamar from forty-five yards out. Yeah, no bleep. But so good for Harbaugh to not do that a third week in a row. Well, they're the, they're my number six team, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, yeah. okay. And everything you said is so true. They're. Not their best performance against Cincinnati. Offensively, they sputtered a lot. But you play good defense, and you win on the strength of your all-time great kicker's legs. And They'll jockey back and forth, I think, with the Bengals for this division lead. I picked the Ravens at the beginning of the year. I thought the Bengals would beat the Ravens on Sunday night, so... Maybe really? wa- maybe waffling a little bit mm-hmm. on my thinking that the Ravens would win the division, but I, I don't know. I, I think that it'll be a tight, contested, maybe it comes down to that last game of the year where Baltimore yeah. goes to Cincinnati. Maybe that's the Sunday night football game to decide the North. Uh, but Ravens in the driver's seat right now. They're the only team For in the sure. division that have a winning record at the moment. For sure. I mean, that's kind of surprising, don't you think, through five weeks? Division's struggling a lot. Yeah. My number six team, uh, you've already mentioned them. I got the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Again, they, they beat the opponent they should have beat, and here they are next week with another easy win, assumably an easy win against the Atlanta Falcons, but that defense manages too good. And to be honest, Jimmy G is doing Jimmy G things. He's doing just enough to make sure they're not losing games because of him, and the rest of the team can take care of business. Uh, Kyle Shanahan can, can lead that team as from the head coaching position, I, we were talked about it. They're going to run away with the division. Maybe some things are interesting if if the Rams kind of switch gears here and and they can get right back on track. If Geno Smith continues to play at a high level, maybe Seattle stays in interesting. But Arizona, neither neither of us have them in our JDQMTC. Haven't for a while. No, actually. Arizona's not even sniffing this rank. No, I haven't had Arizona in my JDQMTC since week three. So that should tell you where they are. Three weeks later. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I expect the 49ers to just kind of not maybe not necessarily coast, but have the easiest path to that division crown for the NFC West. Starting into the top five, mm-hmm. I doubled up the team that you had at number 10. Oh, wow. I got the Minnesota Vikings breaking into the top wow. five as my number five team. Again, it's almost like they're doing it ugly, but they're doing it. And as opposed to the Giants who are doing it ugly but doing it, mm-hmm. I like a lot of the talent on the Minnesota Vikings roster. And I like the quarterback. Yeah, sure. I like their number eight more than I like the Giants number eight. For so, sure. Is there still things to worry about with Minnesota? Absolutely. They're not standing on the firmest of ground. In fact, you know, if they played the Ravens, who I have ranked behind them, if they played the Bucks, who I have ranked behind them, mm-hmm. if they played the Niners, who I have ranked behind Would them, you I'd pick probably the pick team? the other teams yeah. over the Vikings right now. But at this point, you're 4-1. You keep finding ways to win. You have a big win under your belt against your division rival, the Packers. You're thing, in the lead by a one-and-a-half game against the Packers. That puts you at number five right now. My thing about that, though, is that that's their biggest win, right? And that came in week one. And here we are entering week six. And their one loss was against another really good team, the Philadelphia Eagles, which you lost. Granted, that was on Monday night, and we know how bad Kirk Cousins plays on Monday night, but... You got to start getting better wins rather than just stacking wins against lesser opponents. Yeah, but at the same time, the Vikings have done the th- have avoided the thing that they always do, which is embarrass the hell out of themselves. They haven't embarrassed themselves. Right? Yet they've this year. they've held on to those leads. They've, they've held come, on to those They've leads. come back when they should have been ahead. Their for the only loss is to a team that hasn't lost yet in the NFL. Right? Like they're not embarrassing themselves this year, and maybe that's a good thing. You know, Vikings find ways to lose the games, like the Bears game, like the Lions game. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're finding ways to win it this year. Maybe that shows the coaching change is, is affecting things in that locker room. Your number five team? My number five team, I had uh, the – oh, you're not going to like this either. You're going to think I'm putting some disrespect on this team. I got the Dallas Cowboys at number five. I mean, they're my number four team, okay, so it's not that go. disrespectful. Number, number four team is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I had them, I think – so my number four team really quickly – It's the, the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, right. So I just think that Lamar, I I respect a lot what the Cowboys have done in the absence of Dak Prescott. It's so impressive. And will they get him back this week for the Eagles game? I don't think so. I know you've said already this week that you got to just go with Cooper until he starts to lose. I think Cooper starts this week against Philly. And then they hold Dak out until the Lions game the next week. You really think if Dak is ready to go... The team will say we're going to go with Cooper instead of Dak. It's just such a big game. How could you do that? You how need, could you, you how, need to win it. Yeah, but. you have to. Who do you think needs this win more? The Cowboys. If they lose this game and the Eagles are 6-0 and and they're 4-2, and you're two games back mm-hmm. with the Eagles having a win under their belt against you. Yes. Not insurmountable, but it's it's tougher. But I could also say you can make the argument for the Eagles. If they lose this game, all of a sudden now – Momentum is entirely in Dallas's hands. Yes. They went yes. 4-0 under Cooper Rush. And then Dak comes in. And then Dak comes in in his first week back, and you lose your first game of the season to that team. All of a sudden, they have all the momentum in the world, and now you just lost your first game. And they were the favorite heading into the yeah, season Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. What they've been able to do is so impressive without Dak Prescott. It just proves that they're such a well-rounded, well-constructed football team. You when, hate to admit it. When Dak comes back, though, I'd like to see them keeping that same formula that they've been using with Cooper. Obviously, you can push the ball down the field a little bit a little more, and you more. can trust Dak more, mm-hmm. but keep it on the ground and let your defense win games for you, right? Because it's working. It is working, and that's why I said that this game, 
it's a must win for both teams. I don't think either team can look at this game and say, it's not the end of the world if we lose it. I think even though it's week six, it's got huge implications. All right. Any thoughts on the Ravens before we get to our top three? No, I think we pretty much handled it earlier. It's a good win. You you establish yourself. You're now the only team in the division with a winning record. We both picked them to beat or to win the AFC North. Right now, they're off to the best start of any a, any AFC North team. Again, I'll say it week after week. As long as Lamar is healthy, I got the Ravens, and he's still healthy. Yeah, he made a mistake or two on Sunday night, but it wasn't enough to lose in the game. So. All right, our top three now. Okay, so I think we're going to have a let's little... See if we have the same order. I think we have a little bit of a discrepancy here, but let's try it. Oh. Number three, I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs at number three. Number two, I got the Eagles. No! Oh, I've got the Bills at number two. Okay, All right, okay. Chiefs at number three. Chiefs at number three. And then we're split. We're split I'll here. start first. I'll go with the Bills. So they're flip-flopped, obviously. Yeah, I got the I've Eagles got the at number two. And I got the Bills at number one. You Bills at number two, Eagles at number one. I just thought that you want to start. Who do you want to start well, with? I the think Bills? you're just more impressed with the way the Bills have been winning games, where the yes. Eagles have been winning, but they struggled to get that. I win mean, last week. what they put up 20 points against Arizona. It took a missed field goal at the end of regulation for them to not go into overtime the against. The offense Arizona. has not looked as good in the past couple weeks with Philly, but that's why they're such a well-rounded team. Right, the defense, the defense just, defense just holds up. And I'll say this too. Jalen Hurts is in that MVP conversation. I got it through like the first three or four weeks, but now we're playing through five games. He has six total touchdowns. So let me just paint this picture here for you. Okay. Our number two team, or your number one team, my number two team, is playing our number three team this week. Yeah. And my number one team, your number two team, is playing our number four slash five team. Yes. What a week of NFL coming up. And by the way, I know we made fun of Eagles Cowboys for years and years and years because it's like, why are they on primetime when one of the this teams is the both one teams time suck? we want it? And dude, I realize like now when you're in the moment right here, like it really is such a big rivalry. Oh, absolutely, NFL. yeah. Like, it is. These it two teams, it's it's Ravens Steelers level with the hatred that the these two teams have. They have the history against oh, each other, absolutely, and it's Long, just lo- way longer than the, the the Steelers and Ravens have, just because yes, the Ravens are a much yes. younger and it's newer team. So nice that. Instead of watching Eagles Cowboys and being like, oh, the nostalgia, Ron Jaworski and Roger Staubach, <laughs> what a great rivalry this is. It's like, no, this is here now. This is That's important. one of the biggest rivalries this of is the current. Yeah. It might be the biggest rivalry of the current season, in intradivisionally. I. Is there any other division that's as close? Chiefs Chargers, maybe. No. Because I. So I, there you go, Cowboys yeah. and Eagles. Maybe Green Bay, Minnesota, that's about it. I think Cowboys Eagles is your, yeah, is no, your I'm new saying, top dog. I'm saying Cowboys or, or I'm saying Minnesota Green Bay is like getting there, but it's not at the level of, of Eagles and Cowboys. Now, if we want to go outside the division, I think the Bills and the Chiefs are going to be yes. playing each other for a long time. Well, how great is it that we get both in the same week? We don't have to watch one TV monitor on one game, one on the other. You get to watch both games. Right, because Bill's Chiefs is at 425. It's the CBS and then, National Game. And then, and then Sunday, Sunday night, night is the NFC matchup. All right, that'll do it for this week's Power Rankings. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts. That shows like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standards with Tom, that's me, and Jacob, that's him. That's me. As well as many, many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
We'll be back again on Friday. Full breakdown on how the Steelers' offense attacks Tampa's defense, how the defense can stop Brady in the Tampa Bay offense. And, of course, we will have a fireside Friday recapping Thursday Night Football's star-studded matchup, <laughs> as well as taking a look ahead at Week 6 action, which we just illustrated is loaded as far as an NFL slate is concerned. Can't wait to do it then. This has been the Steelers Standard.